Welcome to this edition of the ASGE Journal Scan podcast series. Joining us today is Dr. Monica Fisher, an associate editor of ASGE Journal Scan. In this segment, Dr. Fisher will be discussing a study published in the May issue of Gut. The title of this study is Efficacy of Fecal Microbiota Transplantation for Patients with Irritable Bowel Syndrome in a Randomized Double-Blind Placebo-Controlled Study. Welcome, Dr. Fisher. Please tell us about this study. Sure. So alterations of the gut microbiota and irritable bowel syndrome have been previously described. Observational studies on FMT, or fecal microbiota transplantation, aiming to restore normal gut uh, microbiota, a so-called eubiosis, have been described symptomatic improvements in patients with IBS, but results from randomized controlled trials have been inconsistent. A meta-analysis of four previously published um, randomized control trials uh, concluded that FMT was actually not beneficial in improving global IBS symptom scores. Subgroup analysis suggested that patients with IBS and diarrhea or mixed bowel habits might respond better to FMT than constipated patients with IBS. In addition, nasogeginal or colonoscopic delivery might be more efficacious than capsules. And findings um, uh, and finding a single super donor versus pulling stool from different donors might be the best option. In this study from Norway, which is a randomized controlled trial, 165 patients with IBS received either 30 gram or 60 gram of frozen stool from a healthy super donor or autologous stool, which was the placebo arm that was delivered to the duodenum via upper endoscopy. At three months, a greater percentage of patients responded in both the 60 gram and 30 gram FMT groups uh, compared to the placebo group. Actually, uh, 89% responded uh, among those who received 60 grams, 77% of those who who received 30 grams and only 24% uh, who uh, received their own stool. A significantly higher number of patients with any of the three subtypes of IBS reported improvement in abdominal symptoms and quality of life after receiving FMT compared to placebo uh, recipients. The microbiome of the patients who underwent FMT changed. However, Interestingly, the dysbiosis index did not decrease significantly. Mild self-limited adverse events, such as abdominal discomfort, diarrhea, constipation, and nausea, occurred in up to 25% of FMT recipients. So as an expert in fecal microbiota transplantation, what do you think is the significance of this study? Well, today, this is definitely the largest randomized control trial trial that evaluated FMT and IBS, and the third uh, randomized trial with positive outcomes in this um, area. Perhaps inclusion of this uh, randomized control trial data in the meta-analysis, as mentioned above, would be sufficient to swing the pendulum back in favor of FMT over placebo. This study underscores the importance of finding the so-called super donor versus pulling stool for multiple donors uh, for the treatment of IBS, uh, similarly to what the fen- similar to the phenomenon we have seen in ulcerative colitis FMT studies. Interestingly, 
the reversal of dysbiosis was not necessary to necessary to achieve clinical improvement in IBS. And this perhaps highlights the limitations of the current concept um, on disease-associated alterations to the gut microbiota. Well, Dr. Fisher, thank you for taking the time to explain all of this to us today. Thank you.